You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday, presented as always by BetMGM. And joining us right now on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line is Jason Scott, lead trader at BetMGM. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America Get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Jason, uh, excited to have you back on the show. Obviously, a a very difficult situation last night at Cincinnati uh, with the player with cardiac arrest on the field and and had to suspend the game. So there's a lot to talk about of the fallout of this. Um, From your perspective, we're curious what you think. And and let's just start with, logistically, how do you think this changes the NFL season? We're talking about two teams fighting for the one seed. The game is suspended. We have other games scheduled starting this Saturday. Do you think they can make this game up? And how? what's your guess on what we might see in terms of the NFL and their response to the scheduling you know, quandary now? Yeah, I, don't, I can't see a pathway to make the game up and to be fair to the Bengals and the Bills, who you know are fighting for both winning the conference and in the, the Bengals still haven't wrapped up the division. In theory, they could lose both games. So they can't play this game later this week and then back up against the Ravens three days later. To me, the only solution that I can see that works, and the NFL's got much smarter people than me, is to put the season back a week, play this game next Monday night, move Week 18 back, move the playoffs back a week, and forego the two-week break into the Super Bowl. You guys are smarter than me and might have another angle, but I can't see another way that's fair to both the Bengals and and the Bills. Yeah, um, I, I'm wondering. So in the wild card week, you're going to have a Monday game. One of those two teams you would expect at, at least to play in that wild card round. Maybe you make their it to keep it on that same schedule if they're able to. Um, maybe you make them in that in that game. That's a possibility. I don't. Yeah, I, but they're going to have to make a decision quick if they want to keep their schedule. So. But I agree with you. We threw out that idea, too, just pushing everything back. They always act like you can't ever change the Super Bowl date. Well, they just might in this scenario, but we'll, we'll see. Um, how did you guys handle last night? Does it, it wasn't an official game. Do, did you uh, first touchdown bets? Do you guys cash those immediately, or do yeah. they get cash yeah. after the game, or yeah. how's that work? No, first touchdown bets get cashed immediately. Uh, oh. First scoring play, be it, which would have been in this case uh, Bengals touchdown, will have been cashed. There's very, very few bets on those. Everything else, our, to, our house rules in our digital business actually say any game that started has seven days to be completed for our all bets will stand. Mm. So where we are 
waiting on the NFL, effectively, and then, then we can move. We're actually in the process of uh, sending something out to all of our customers who've had a bet in the game to clarify. Last night probably wasn't, well, definitely wasn't the time for us to even think about this and worry about that. Uh, it was just getting through the night for... Um, getting through the, the trauma. So we'll do that, and then we're, we're basically in the hands of the NFL. And I think most of the big players are exactly the same as us. I see FanDuel, DraftKings haven't made any announcements either. What's it like, the conversations kind of behind the scenes, and was there any type of, you know, movement, whether it was futures or anything that, you know, you guys did feel like you needed to make after this situation, or is everything just kind of on pause for you guys right now? Actually, as morbid as this sounds, the big conversation between the traders is what we did with the in-play line when there's a chance the game was still going to go. So the game started two and a half. It was about three and a half, moved three and a half to plus Bengals with the score. And our question was, well, how's this going to affect the Bills? Uh, you know, should the three and a half, we were thinking of, we're probably going to restart the game with them six and a half, seven and a half, because we didn't believe there was any way those guys would be thinking about football. So although we hoped the game wouldn't start, we had to be practical there to have to have some lines ready to go. In terms of futures, we've left it alone. Um, you know, there is some sort of as as we mentioned that I'm certain the NFL will come up with a with a scenario that doesn't penalise either the Bills or the Bengals. So we we haven't touched anything. Um, so the option you threw out in terms of pushing everything back a week, getting this game in after the regular season ends is certainly po a possibility. I guess the only other one would be that these two teams only play 16 games, that they just, this game like doesn't happen and we move on. If they did that, how would that affect the uh, so many marketplaces, right? I mean, you'd have, the, I yeah. guess the Chiefs would be the, the number one seed by almost by default because of winning, you know, winning percentage that the Bengals could, uh, the Bills couldn't catch them. That's why I don't think it can happen. I think if it was two teams outside playoff, yeah, beautiful, give them half a game each, you know, and they go from eight, 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 eight and eight to eight and a half, eight and a half. I think given the Ravens wouldn't be happy because the Bengals then automatically win the division. Uh, the Bills wouldn't be happy because it takes away their chance of winning the conference. I think to keep the integrity of the league, you can't just give half and half for this game, in my eyes. I'd... Yeah. What Did the win totals already cash for both? Teams? Ah, uh, yeah, they will. Uh, okay. Hold on. Okay. The, were the Bills 12 or 12 and a half, 12 and a half, 11 and a half? I'm not quite sure. I would have to check. Yeah. I think do, the Bills might have cash. The Bills might have been 12 and a half, I think. So I think they still need one more win, which you would think they'll get against the Patriots, even if they don't get it here. Sure, sure. We were just uh, talking about some of the awards and the adjustments. Uh, of the week, and, and you guys made some adjustments. The, the entire betting market has made a lot of adjustments on a few that stand out. And coach of the year, Sirianni's still the favorite everywhere. Well, that's pretty open. Shanahan, the second favorite, he was 50 to 1 a couple of weeks ago. Uh, comeback seems to be up for grabs. You, have McC you guys have McCaffrey and Geno Smith, co favorites, Saquon right there. And offensive rookie of the year, Kenneth Walker is now the favorite over Garrett Wilson. So uh, what have the betters been doing with those three awards? Yeah, there's a couple, there's a couple of really interesting ones there. Uh, firstly, if we go to Coach of the Year, I mean, if we remember at the start of the year, the injuries the 49ers had and, and what, they've, what they've done and whether, whether we give Shanahan the credit for uh, Christian McCaffrey or the GM um, is interesting. Um, and, and offensive player of the year. There's a recent sorry. There's a recency bias in the comeback player of the year. McCaffrey has finished the year so strongly. Gino was obviously strong early in the year, 
And again, a slight recency bias. I, I think we've overreacted. In my opinion, the market's overreacted in the offensive uh, rookie of the year uh, in, in Kenneth Walker's favour. I mean, I know I know Garrett Wilson had a quiet game and Walker's fit, had 200-yard rushing games in the last two weeks. Um, but yeah, I, I would still prefer to be on uh, on the guy from um, the guy from the Jets. But yeah, it's it's been interesting. We've seen a lot of money. The only one that stayed the same really is Mahomes in the MVP. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Final week of the regular season. Um, do you think this is a good time, and props-wise, to look at players who may have you know, some bonuses in their contract? Do you see... Um, just traditionally, obviously, props aren't up yet. Is that something that, you know, you guys take into consideration? Maybe we'd see some inflated lines. Like, how does that work for you guys? Yeah, depending on who, depending on who the quarterback is and where the team's position is. I mean, Brady's the one that's been famous for this the last two years at Tampa Bay. He's got all these guys paid, except for the bloke that walked, took his shirt off and walked out last year. Um, <laughs> everyone, everyone else has been looked after. I think he got looked after the first year, didn't he? Uh, I think he needed five catches or something that in that final game, and Brady fed him fairly early. So yeah, that, that's certainly an extra an extra component on on what we need to manage with the player props. Again, depending on who the quarterback is, uh, there's a few quarterbacks in the league that can't just start uh, land the ball with certain players' arms uh, on demand. Jason, when it comes to early lines, changing the lines based on weeks 17 into 18, let's just go to Giants-Eagles, right? That was a game that we saw major line movement because now the Eagles need the game. Maybe Hurts comes back. Giants do not need the game. Is that, you know, take us through setting that line. Is that just, hey, motivation, rest, likelihood? Because you don't know, right? We don't know. I mean, I think yeah. I guess the Giants are going to play their guys, but we don't know yet. Look, Dayball hadn't come out as of lunchtime yesterday morning and said he's he's resting everybody, but there hasn't been any money to say that he's not. So if we're wrong <laughs> on that, and somebody would know, we would have got knocked over on the plus four in the Giants. That hasn't happened, and they would have taken the plus six fifty on the money line as well. So I, I think we have to assume that we've got that one right. Whereas the Tampa one obviously did move, and perhaps they're gonna, you know, they they're not gonna do as we expected. So look, it's it's pull it up, hope. Limits, to be frank, limits are fairly small on a, on a Sunday night, Monday morning when these markets first go up and we're sort of right. in a little bit of a position where we can, the customers know. There's always somebody that knows. You know, as inadvertent as it is, you've only got to have a player mentioned to his neighbour, oh, I'm not playing this weekend or the wife or whatever. And all these things sort of come out very fast. So uh, I'd be fairly confident the Jets aren't going to play too many. Other Giants, sorry, my bad. Uh, Jason, let's hit on college football. Whoa, what a cover for Mississippi State yesterday. Most people had the, the number of three and a half. It looked like, okay, we're going to get a win, but not non-cover. Uh, that was not the case. So Miss State covered. I'd imagine uh, for the semifinals, you guys are getting a lot of live action because those, those games are fun, a lot of scoring, back and forth. Uh, how, did, how did things shake out with all the bowl games over the last week or so? Yeah, it's interesting. We had, if you look at the two national championship semifinals, and then we go into the Mississippi game on 
Monday on Monday morning and then the Chilean uh, USC game. We had four amazing games in, in a row, effectively. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll forget that Purdue LSU were concurrent with one of them. But we've had four amazing results where in-play betting was off the charts because the games were well, probably with the exception of Michigan, which is ironically the only one we won on uh, because people kept betting Michigan to come back in play. Um, so, look, we, they were great results. We, we, we won our money on the, on the uh, as I said, the Michigan game, and the, the pre-game was really good for us on the Georgia game. Georgia winning and not covering was our perfect result. We lost all our money yesterday, but I just thought it was four magnificent games of football. Well, speaking of Georgia, I mean, what are you expecting or what kind of money are you seeing coming in on this national championship game? Uh, do you, are you seeing a lot of money on TCU? I know some people thought they were kind of frauds waiting for them to fall off. 13-point underdogs in this one. Yeah, we went up 13 and a half. It's sort of been nibbled down to 13. My initial thought was it was too much. Um, you know, I think, I think you've got to believe your eyes sometimes. I think what will happen is they'll end up a horrible result for us money line. I think the Cinderella story, I think we're going to need the exact same result we needed in Georgia uh, for the Georgia-Ohio State game. I think the books will need Georgia to win but not cover because I think we'll see a lot of sentimental money for TCU um, and at such a price it doesn't need much and I can't see us getting too many big bets on Georgia at the really short chalk. Great stuff, Jason. We appreciate you hopping on. We will catch up again soon. There was Jason Scott of the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. We'll continue the college football discussion after a crazy few days of bowls. Michael Felder, he joins us next right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.